Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in hour number two of the program here this morning. A little bit later on, we're going to be talking about Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which begins tomorrow night at the Zyterian Theater, the Zyterian Performing Arts Center. You can get your tickets now at Zyterian.org by calling the box office or by going to the box office. And we'll find out more about the show, about the performance, and about what will happen with the New Bedford Festival Theater following the renovations to the Zyterian that are coming up. This is the final show before the Z closes for those renovations. Uh, so that'll be a little bit later on this hour. But I, I want to preface what I'm going to say now, what I'm going to talk about now. I want to preface this by saying, it brings me no pleasure to kick the local newspaper while it's down. I spent 20 years, probably more than that, but it, you know, about 20 years, working for the Standard Times. And although, you know, it, if you ask me, do I have any bitterness about it? I would say the thing that irked me the most is that I worked there for 20 years and, and never got a full-time job out of it. But I don't, I don't blame the people that I worked with. That's a, a corporate problem. I was happy to do the work that I did, got to have some amazing experiences, meet some great people, learn a lot. And, you know, that helped me get this job here. So I have no ill will toward the Standard Times or anybody that works there. But you can only put up with so much before you have to say, this is just dumb. The way that they are operating that newspaper and other local newspapers across the country is just dumb. You can't bring in people to be reporters who aren't from the area and then have them dealing with editors who aren't from the area and try to claim to be local journalism because mistakes happen. Mistakes happen a lot over there. There's been a lot of mistakes lately. And I'd like to, you know, suggest that the person who's there locally putting, putting this stuff online runs things through spell check, but it's not them. It's coming from their centralized location who puts all this stuff up, at least from what I've been told. So some... You know, fresh out of college person who has no writing experience outside of what they've done in school is editing real journalists' work and, and putting it up online. And that's why typos and mistakes get through all the time. I want to preface this again by saying this story that I'm about to discuss never would have happened in the days that I worked at the Standard Times when people like Jack Spillane... Andy Tomalonis, Ken Hartnett, Bob Unger, Fred Harwood, when these people were 
Dan Rosenfield, these people were at the top, the managing editors, the editors-in-chief, they were the ones that were at the top making sure that everything flowed out. Sue Seaman, I mean, everybody. I could name everybody over there. None of them would have let what happened today happen. There's a headline. I wake up each morning, so I try to check all the stories before I go to bed, get an idea of what I'm going to talk about in the morning. Of course, things change, so I always double-check in the morning again. So this morning, I'm looking at the South Coast Today website to see, you know, what are they reporting on today that we reported on two weeks ago? And when I looked at it today, I see a photo of the New Bedford-Fairhaven Bridge with the headline, Bridge Connecting Fairhaven to New Bedford Could Be Replaced. And I said, well, normally they report things a couple of weeks after we've reported them. But in this case, this is like six months after we reported this. We reported months and months ago that they were moving forward with plans to replace the new Bedford-Fairhaven Bridge. Bill Strauss put out this, the press release that they were starting the, the, the design, the bids for the design phase, and that we were going to be moving forward with building a bridge. Now, some people are skeptical about it if it'll happen, but that's neither here nor there. The fact is it's finally getting the attention that it needs to, to be replaced. And so I say, okay, bridge connecting Fairhaven to New Bedford could be replaced. What do they have that's new about this that we don't know about? What do they have that's new that we haven't heard about? And the headline, and again, this is not bashing Catherine, Gallinar, Galler, Catherine Gallerani, who wrote the article. Catherine, I'm sure, did not write the headline. Most, most reporters at newspapers don't write the headline. The editor writes the headline. Here it's a little bit different. We write our headlines. But there, you know, but we have editors that tweak. I'm an editor. I tweak. So the headline here is Fairhaven begins review of plans for possible changes to iconic bridge. And now this is striking me a little bit funny. Because Fairhaven wouldn't have anything to do with replacing the new Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. They could make all the plans they want. But in the end, they couldn't do anything about it because the state owns the new Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. It is part of a state road, Route 6. It is MassDOT's responsibility to replace the New Bedford-Fairhaven Bridge. That's why we're waited so long. So right away, I'm thinking, okay, something's not right here. And keep in mind, the photo on the story is the New Bedford-Fairhaven Bridge. And here is the lead paragraph. With no official timeline, Fairhaven officials are considering plans to replace the swing bridge that connects Fairhaven to New Bedford with a bridge that could be 10 feet higher. Oh, oh, okay. Fairhaven officials are going to replace the swing bridge that connects Fairhaven to New Bedford? While still in the early stages, Fairhaven has engaged the services of bridge engineers, uh, Tigan Bond or Tegan Bond, based in Westfield, to plan for the replacement of the Goulart Memorial Bridge and Causeway. Now, I'm not familiar with Fairhaven as, as much as, you know, I should be. So my first thought when I read this is, I never knew that the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge had an official name. I, I, I didn't know that it was called that. And then I keep reading, and it mentions... And by the way, this story has multiple photos, multiple fantastic Peter Pereira photos of the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. And I keep reading and I keep reading and I keep reading and I keep reading. 
And I see a line. Let me see if I can get to the line. As I scroll past more photos of the New Bedford for Haven Bridge, um, they address some site constraints, including the condition of the bridge and causeway, the fact that the bridge and causeway provides sole access to West Island, the location of the marina to the north, and overall safety considerations along its length. And now I'm thinking to myself, well, there's more ways to get to West Island than just the New Bedford for Haven Bridge. Something is wrong here. And I, 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 I'm sorry, I apologize for my ignorance. I did not know that the bridge on West Island, because I, I don't go down there a lot. I've been down there a few times. Uh, the last time I went down there was when the whale had beached itself and we went down there to cover it. I did not know that that bridge was called the Goulart Memorial Bridge. But that's what the story is about. They're talking about the bridge that connects Sconicket Neck Road to West Island. And they, the reporter and the editor apparently think that it's the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. Had somebody been in that building that is actually for, and, and laid eyes on this story that's actually familiar with the area, they could have saved themselves what is a lot of embarrassment right now. That is a lot of That, I'm sorry. But first of all, like, was the reporter at the meeting? Again, I don't want to bash Catherine Gallerani here, but was she at this meeting or was she just reporting on it based on notes afterward? Because if you were at the meeting, I've got to assume that they were showing some, some photos, some pictures. I, I, I don't know that for sure. But I would think as they're talking about, you know, the causeway and damage that was caused by a car accident a while back and they're doing this and they're, they've, they've, they've got to be laying out some sort of diagram. If they're talking about putting the, the, the bridge 10 feet higher, they've got to be showing some sort of design plan for that. It's not like the Standard Times doesn't have a great view of the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. That you would you know, know the difference between that and what's on West Island. So, again... You're supposed to have editors in place so that something like this doesn't happen. So if the editor catches this and says, you know, Catherine, I, I think you might be a little bit confused here. They're talking about the bridge down on West Island, which is not the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. Can you just rewrite your lead? And then everything would have been fine. But because there's nobody that has that knowledge there, assuming somebody in the building even read the story, that it wasn't edited down in Texas where they did the, the layouts when I worked there. It's just, it's, it's embarrassing. It, first of all, this is a major story. The replacement of the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge is a big deal. Now, they haven't put it out on social media yet because I don't know, you know where that gets handled. Or, or who decides what gets put out on social media. There's been a lot of typos in their social media posts. There's been a lot of mistakes. And I'm sure they'll eventually get to this story. They're probably not listening to me because, again, they're not local. So they don't know that I'm already calling them out on their mistake. 
there's nobody over there that you can call, especially this time of day, and say, hey, I think you guys made a mistake. So I'm waiting to see what happens when the story does get posted through whatever intern or robot they use to post their social media posts. I can't wait until that gets put up on Facebook and the comments start rolling in. And we'll see how long it takes them to change it. The robot has to read the comments, right? But again, that's 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 a big deal story. Also, did you not go back and look at previous reporting? Did you not go back and say, well, let's see what other stories we have about the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge that we can link to? Oh, wait a minute. Well, I just I just looked, I just Googled South Coast Today, New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge, and I see a story here that says we were going to, you know, that the uh, the state's going to replace that bridge. That seems odd, considering Fairhaven just had a meeting about it. Oh, wait a minute. I think it's a different bridge. Did they, did they not think to backlink to another story for more history on the bridge and its struggles? I, 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 I don't know. And please allow me a few moments here to brag that when it comes to writing stories, delivering you news, delivering you information, and delivering you entertaining, informative pieces, we are really, really, really good at what we do. And so maybe, maybe my standards are a little high. But where we have come from where we were when we just started to be a digital company years ago and we just started to have online articles to where we are now has been a huge paradigm shift. And maybe that spoiled me in my mind that I think if, if we can do it, everybody should be able to do it. Certainly a newsroom staff with far more than we have should be able to do that. But I, I don't know. It just... It's egregious. And I, I feel bad for the reporter because someone should have had her back on this. Someone should have had her back. But I, I mean, at the same time, if you were at the meeting, I, did, I don't know that you processed what you were hearing. 508-996-0500. Again, as I said, I don't want to pick on her Someone should have been protecting the writer in this sense. And I like to think of that as something that, that, that we do here. You know, when we have our writers work on things, myself or Phil Devitt, we look over it. We try to catch, you know, typos, grammatical errors, formatting errors, things like that. But we're also making sure that, you know, content-wise, it's correct. And we're not going to know everything. If somebody writes a story about something going on in Tiverton. I'm, I'm probably not going to know that much about it because I'm not plugged into Tiverton. So something, a mistake might get by me. But we're talking about the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. We're talking about when the story came out last year that it was going to be replaced. One of the biggest stories of the year. Just do, do yourselves a favor. South Coast Today, Standard Times. Have your local 
people listen to WBSM. I'm sure they're listening. Have them listen to WBSM. And you know what? If they have a question, they can call me. I'll be happy to help them out. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break, though. We'll be back in a few moments. Definitely hear some Thurston Harris tonight during our 50s night broadcast. It kicks off at 3 p.m. here on WBSM, and you can hear it on the app. You can hear it on the live stream. You can hear it on the AM. You can hear it on the FM. It'll be all across from 3 to midnight, all the 50s music getting you ready for 50s night. But uh, when 50s night is over and you're tired from walking all around downtown, what are you going to do? You're going to go home and lay your head down on the pillow and crawl onto your mattress but what if your mattress is uh, just not quite right and it's twisting you up and leaving you all bent and out of shape well then it's time to visit whirly beds factory outlet on pope's island in new bedford because they have the perfect mattress for you how do i know that they will because those mattresses are made here not just made here in america they're made here in new bedford they're made here in the whirly beds factory outlet they're behind the showroom. They are working on it. They are making these mattresses every day. Manny's back there hand-sewing them with the rest of the crew. And you can actually go there and see that happening. They will give you a tour of how the mattresses are made. And that gives you an idea of what it is that you are sleeping on every night. Where else can you do that? Where else can you see how they construct these mattresses and how they make them perfect for you whether it be a cooling mattress a gel mattress whether it be something firm whatever it is that you need whirly beds factory outlet has it go on by and speak to patrick martha the rest of the staff over there they will help you find the right mattress for you because they've been doing it for about 70 years and they know sleep better than anyone so if you want to get the best night's sleep possible you want to get a Whirly Bed. Go on over to Whirly Beds Factory Outlet, Pope's Island in New Bedford, and get yourself that better sleep. All right, right now, though, it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. North Korea has not responded to U.S. calls about the whereabouts of a soldier that is in custody of the country's government. The BBC reports the Pentagon has contacted North Korea about the status of Travis King, who crossed crossed the demilitarized zone into the country on Tuesday. The United Nations says it's likely that King is in custody in North Korea after after he separated from a tour group that day. King, a private in the U.S. Army, was due to come back to the U.S. to face disciplinary action for behavior. The Biden administration is suspending funding for the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. That's according to a memo from the Department of Health and Human Services that said the institute likely failed to comply with safety protocols and did not provide U.S. agencies with required documents. The Chinese facility is at the center of a theory that COVID-19 leaked from a lab in late 2019, triggering the global pandemic. A new California effort to legalize magic mushrooms is moving forward. Details from Mark Mayfield. The Secretary of State gave the all-clear for a campaign to start gathering signatures. Nearly 547,000 are needed to get it on the ballot, and volunteers are at work in every county. The initiative would not only let doctors prescribe the mushroom, but allow people to grow it for recreational use. It would also clear certain criminal records related to mushroom charges. I'm Mark Mayfield. 
A federal judge in New York City is rejecting former President Donald Trump's request for a retrial in a sexual assault case brought by E. Jean Carroll. In May, Trump was found liable for sexually assaulting the Hudson Valley writer in a Bergdorf Gordman dressing room back in the 1990s. He was also found guilty of defaming her in a 2022 social media post in which he called her claims a hoax and a lie. The jury ordered ex-president to pay $5 million in damages. Governor Chris Sununu will not seek re-election in 2024. In a letter to his constituents, the governor noted that he gave the decision much consideration and that it was not easy to make. Sununu added that the public service should never be a career and that it was time for another Republican to take the office. Sununu is currently in his fourth two-year term. More Confederate-linked street names are being removed in Virginia. Richard Stelling reports. More streets in Virginia are being renamed in two weeks. Twelve of them in Loudoun County will no longer be linked to Confederates or a racist history. By the end of September, State Route 7, which is also known as Harry Bird Highway, will be called Leesburg Pike. U.S. Route 50, or John Mosby Highway, will become Little River Turnpike. This means a lot of address changes. The county is trying to make it easier by offering grants to businesses. I'm Richard Stelling. More records are being torched in the Phoenix heat wave. The National Weather Service says a record was broken Tuesday morning when the temperature never dipped below 97 degrees, making it the city's warmest low temperature of all time. Later in the day, the mercury at the high Scarbor at the Sky Harbor Airport landed at 119 degrees, the highest Phoenix has seen in six years and breaking the record for the date. Phoenix hasn't seen a high temperature below 110 degrees since the end of June. And a single winning lottery ticket in the billion-dollar Powerball has been sold in Los Angeles. The lucky winner or winners can choose between a billion dollars in annuity payments or go for the lump sum payment of about $516 million. It's the second time in eight months a Powerball ticket worth at least a billion dollars was sold in Los Angeles County. In sports, the Red Sox lost 5-6 to six against the Oakland A's last night. Sox will head home for a game tomorrow against the Mets at 7-10, kicking off a three-game series against the New York team at Fenway Park. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. You can expect mostly sunny skies today with a few clouds moving in and out throughout the area, high near 83. Heading into our evening hours, humidity levels are going to start to increase and it's going to get cloudy in the overnight hours, low of 66. And for Friday, as we roll into the day, mostly cloudy and humid with a couple of showers and heavy thunderstorms possible in the afternoon, high of 79. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 71 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. It's okay if you listen in the shower. Just keep it to yourself and don't make it weird. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. And welcome back in. Say, you know, if you are looking to improve the interior of your home or the exterior of your home, Precision Window and Kitchen are the folks to call. Because, again, as it says in their name, I say it all the time, they can take care of your windows. They can replace your kitchen. They can do all of that. But they also do beyond that as well. They can replace your roof. 
They can also put vinyl siding on the exterior of your house. They can make sure that your home is ready to stand up to the elements now and for many, many years to come. It is a big investment buying a home, so make sure that you protect it. Make sure that you keep it efficient. That means making sure that your roof is not leaking, fading, peeling, that there is no uh, air leakage out. You want to keep all that nice cold air in during the summer, and you want to keep all that nice warm air in during the winter. Don't let it just go up and out the roof or around leaky, drafty windows. Call Precision Window and Kitchen. They can take care of it all. They can also give you a full kitchen or bathroom remodel. Maybe you want to have all the windows replaced in your home. Maybe you just want to have one window replaced. Maybe you just need one pane of glass within a window replaced. They can do all of that and more. Whereas we're starting to get some, I guess, some nicer weather today. Well, it's probably going to rain again tomorrow, but, you know, it's still warm outside. You might want to open those windows and let some of the fresh air in, but you've got ripped screens. Call Precision Window and Kitchen. They'll come down. They'll take your screens. They'll bring them back to the shop. They'll repair them. They'll come back and they'll put them in to make sure that they don't get ripped again when you're installing them back into the window. That's the level of service that they give you at Precision Window and Kitchen. Visit them at their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford or visit them online at precisionwindowandkitchen.com. Well, we are joined now by Jesse Luttrell, who is going to be part of the cast of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. It is a production of the New Bedford Festival Theater uh, that is taking place at the Zaitarian Performing Arts Center in New Bedford, July 21st through the 30th for eight performances. It is one of the most beloved shows of all time. Also joining us, we have Wendy Hall, the executive producer of the New Bedford Festival Theater. And I will actually ask you, Wendy, the first question. Sure, of course. This is, as I said, one of the most beloved shows, but it's also a very daunting production, isn't it, to bring Joseph to the stage? <laughs> Absolutely. We have an incredible cast of 26 people, and they are um, out-of-town performers and local performers. Um, so we, um, you know, we have everybody here for four weeks. Um, they learn the show in two and a half weeks. Uh, they work uh, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. Um, and then we're in the middle of tech right now, um, but we open on Friday. So, yeah, they just have two and a half weeks to learn all the music, all the songs, um, go through tech, costume fittings, you know, lighting placement, adding the orchestra, and then boom, yeah, we're, we're up and running. <laughs> so, Jesse, for you, is that is that a daunting thing to have such a small amount of time to get ready, or are you kind of used to it with the theater life? I'm, I'm pretty used to it now because I started when I was 16, but it, when you first start and, you know, like when you're doing a high school show, you'll have like a month or two to learn a show, and then when you start and you do your first professional production and you realize you only have two weeks, it's... It's crazy, and it's crazy that it all comes together. Yes. Which is the fun part. It's like you get started, and then you're 15 minutes in, and they're like, everybody off book, right? Yep. So exactly. Oh, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, is, I mean, this is a show, too, where this is, uh, people are fans of this show. People know this show inside and out. So exactly. if you flub anything, they're going to know. They're going to be, they're going to oh, be Oh, absolutely. Audience. And especially uh, with this show, it was Andrew Lloyd Webber's first musical. I mean, before Cats, before Jesus Christ Superstar, before Phantom, this was it. Like, this was the genesis of his career. And um, it's... And you a, can hear parts of the other shows Oh, yeah, shows you can definitely hear parts of future Phantom shows in this show. 
Um, it's a Bible story. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's a wonderful story and um, it's catchy and it's fun. Um, so, so it had, there has been, there have been so many productions of this show. You know, my job as a producer is how do I make this our show, our own, um, but also living up to all these amazing productions that have come before us. Um, Donnie Osmond toured with it for years and years and years. And so, you know, so we hired uh, a recording artist, uh, Lawrence Flowers, to play Joseph, um, because I think people are now, you know, used to a recording artist. And you'll never Joseph. hear this show sung the way Lawrence sings it. Yes. It's, he's, that's what makes it our own production. Absolutely. Really. He's a nationally, um, he's an award-winning nationally known gospel artist. And um, yes, he's doing amazing. An, a <laughs> beautiful job. He played the scarecrow in the Wiz for us back in April. So people who saw that will will know what they're what they're in for. Um, but so so it was uh, you know my responsibility to make sure that I'm giving New Bedford and the South Coast the very best production um, that I can, and also live and be on par and maybe exceed some of other, you know, some other productions mm -hmm. that, that may have been seen. And another reason why we brought Jesse in. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse, you play Pharaoh in this. So describe that, that character, describe that role. Well, without giving too much away, he's the king. Um, <laughs> and every number in the show is written in a different musical style. So I'll let your audience figure out what kind of music the king sings. <laughs> I like how you go a little baritone with that. A little yeah, baritone. Yeah. We know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So and was it was it something that for you, um, when you play a character like that, that has to have that kind of sense about them, mm -hmm. is that an easy thing for you? Are you are you a modest person? Are you a very outgoing person? There is nothing <laughs> modest about me. It's, that sense, yes. Wendy hired me last year to play Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. Yes, so yes. everyone's favorite villain. <laughs> this Wait, isn't I, so I saw, far. I saw here it said that you played Gaston multiple times. Yeah, yeah. So. And I've done the Pharaoh multiple. This is my second time playing the Pharaoh, so. Sounds like typecasting to yeah, me. Yes, bit. yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Wendy, you mentioned that this is a biblical story, but yes. I would... Uh, you know, I would assume that it's also a story that is accessible to any, everybody. Even oh, absolutely. Not. Absolutely. It is a story of um, faith, of acceptance, of believing in yourself, of having dreams, forgiveness. Um, there's a pivotal part in Act 2 where, you know, we're not sure if Joseph is going to forgive his brothers um, for what they did to him. They sell him into slavery <laughs> to get rid of him. Gotta love and, the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and then there's this beautiful, absolutely stunning moment at the end of the show where Joseph is reunited with his brothers and his beloved father, Jacob. Um, so, you know, it... It it is a Bible story, but you know, if you have a heart, then it's going to speak to you. <laughs> I mean, pharaohs are not always the most beloved characters in the biblical stories. <laughs> so, did you did you have apprehension when you first played that role of being like, oh, I guess this is this is what I have to be in this show? Mm, I see. I love playing villains, but the pharaohs really loved in this show. He's he, everyone loves him. 
Um, which is which is nice for me because I always play really bad guys. So it's <laughs> nice to play someone that people like. <laughs> it's, it, but it's probably fun too to be the bad guy a lot. Oh, I love playing villains. I love it's my thing. Especially when you're the villain that doesn't know they're the villain. Yes, you can <laughs> yeah. never play a villain like a villain. He has the villain has its own uh, circumstances and his own what he wants in life, and that's how you have to play it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is actually going to be the final production uh, at this. Before all the renovations, yes, so, exactly. I mean, it sounds like you're going to be going out on a high note here before it shuts. Uh, down we this. think so. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the Zaitarian is closing for rehabilitation and renovations this fall, and so uh, yeah, Festival Theaters production of Joseph is the very last production in the theater as we know it now. Um, it is family friendly. Um, it's quick too. I mean, it's it's, it's ninety minutes. Yeah, long, it's ninety and minutes. It goes really fast. It's all fun. Um, yep, it's it's fun. It's touching. It hits all you know. It hits all the things. And at the end, um, if you are unfamiliar with Joseph, there is a mega mix, mega mix at the end, where the entire cast runs through the entire. The entire show from top to, yeah, from from start to yeah. finish. For like um, in 10 this, minutes. With this great like club. Yeah, it's really fantastic. Yeah. And I think it's a perfect summer show and a perfect way for us to um, say goodbye to the old theater and look forward to when we're back in the space. Well, since there's going to be a big renovation going on, can mm-hmm. people just grab the seats and rip them out so they have room to dance? <laughs> <laughs> Those seats not, are heavy. Not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it sounds like it will be the kind of show where people are going to get up. They're not going to stay in their seat. For oh, no, time. absolutely not. I mean, um, you know, once once you hear Lawrence and Jesse and our beautiful narrator Kelsey, um, I mean, it's it's really uplifting. I I can't imagine people staying. And in it's dancey, and it's like the earwormiest show. Like Definitely. you will you will know all the songs by heart by the time you leave. <laughs> Absolutely. And and for those who have you know been to your shows before, yes. they know that these are first rate productions. They know that this is you know this is a chance to see shows that people will travel miles to see, but yet you're coming here to see it right here in New Bedford. Absolutely. I mean, that is, um, you know, that is one of our missions is to provide the very best level of entertainment for the for the South Coast community. Uh, this is really interesting. For The Wiz, we had a couple fly from Seattle to wow. see the show. Wow. <laughs> I had, Yeah, last year I had friends come from New York City to see the show, and these are Broadway people who came to see it, and they were astounded by the quality of the show last year. So it's, I mean, this is, it's really great to have this in the community. Yes. Well, let's give, make sure we give everybody all the particulars. So it's happening July 21st to the 30th. So you'll have eight performances and people can get their tickets by going to Zyterian.org or they can call 508-994-2900. Or they can go in person to the Zaitarian box office. Absolutely. You got it all correct. <laughs> and and when you go and you get your tickets and you go to the show and you're singing these songs all this time, think about it. That's going to carry you all the way through to the next New Bedford Festival. Theater That's production right. Correct. The correct. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give us any uh, ideas of what might be coming in the future? <clears throat> um, Something starring Jesse Luttrell. <laughs> <laughs> Not as a villain this time. <laughs> I, I'll play a villain any day of the week. What, what, what's a good villain-led musical, though? Oh, a fan of the opera. That's true. There you go. See, he's got <laughs> it. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Oh, there you go. Yep. There's another one. A so, uh, again, so if people want to check it out, it's happening 
July 21st through the 30th, eight performances. So when and when we say eight performances, there's a mix of daytime and and, and evening yes. So yes, so we open Friday night. Um, we have a performance Saturday night, both at seven o'clock. Um, Sunday we have a matinee at two, and then the following week it's Thursday and Friday night at seven p.m. We have a two show day on the 29th of July, one at two and one at seven, and then we close on the 30th at two p.m. with a matinee. That's, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. And a lot of fun. <laughs> well, everybody, I think, is looking forward to it. And thank you both for coming in and sharing with us. Joseph of the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Go and check it out at the Zyterian, the 21st through the 30th. Thank you both very much for Thank you us. so thank much. You. And go, 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 Joe. Go, 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 Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and before we uh, take our next break here, I just want to tell you, too, that uh, this is a great day with 50s night coming up tonight with maybe going to see Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat tomorrow. This is a great day to get out and get yourself some breakfast to start the day off right. Right? Right. So head on over to Just Another Phoenix Restaurant in North Dartmouth. Get yourself a delicious breakfast, whether it's something traditional. Maybe you want some hash and eggs. Maybe you want some some bacon and eggs. Maybe you want a, a ham and cheese omelet. Whatever it may be that you normally get, French toast, pancakes. Well, they've got it all there. They've got everything you would expect to find on a breakfast menu. But what they also have is a very creative specials menu. The chef works very hard at coming up with new and different ideas. Things like Fruity Pebbles French toast, Boston Cream Stuffed French toast, meatloaf. Imagine meatloaf omelets, but they have them there just another Phoenix. Always something different, always something intriguing. And, of course, they also have the ability to take it all to go through their drive through window. So if you call ahead and order your food, you don't even need to go inside to eat it, although it's nice and welcoming inside. But if you have somewhere to be, you want to go home and start getting ready for 50s night, whatever it might be, you can get their full menu through the drive through window. So all you have to do is head on down to Just Another Phoenix on Fonz Corner Road in North Dartmouth and get yourself a delicious breakfast today. <laughs> night tonight. Uh, It'll be happening in downtown New Bedford from 5 to 9. That's when all the festivities will be taking place downtown. We're going to have the broadcast going from 3 to midnight. So you'll be able to hear 50s music from 3 p.m. all the way until midnight. Remember, those last two hours are backseat music for mom and dad. And I put together a nice little playlist there that um, shouldn't be too distracting if you're trying to do other things while listening. Uh, But also another place you can come go with me is down to the butcher shop to get some great deals on some great food. If you head on down to the butcher shop, you can always get, of course, all your meat and seafood needs. They've got huge lobsters in the tank. They've got great sausage that they make right there. They've got the celebrity pork chops. They've got the Terrace Major. They've got the tomahawk steaks. They've got everything you can imagine. But they've also got great pre-made food, too. I like to stop in there and get some lunch. The casserole is amazing. And I also make sure I grab some of Maria's rice pudding as well. But when you go there and you get yourself some hot food, they give it to you in a little uh, takeout container. You can bring it with you. You can eat it down at the beach. You can eat it at work. You can take it home. You can have it for lunch, dinner. Uh, You'll probably get two or three meals out of what they give you because they just pile it on and it is all delicious. They're working hard every day. 
to make delicious pre-made food for you. And, of course, they've got everything that you need to make the food yourself. Check out their wine cellar and grab yourself a bottle of wine, everything from $5 to $500. And I'm not exaggerating. So check out the Butcher Shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford, and you will have a fantastic meal there, whether they're making it for you or you're making it with their ingredients. All right, we are going to take a break here for the news coming up. Uh, when we come back on the other side, we'll talk some more. Well, I, I definitely want to talk some more about this Standard Times story. They've now put it on their Facebook page, so the comments are starting to come in. I want to see how long it takes before someone notices that and, and makes the necessary change. It's been up for, uh, let's see, a little while now, just about an hour. It's been up there, and there's a few comments already. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.